Assalamu alaikum guys, welcome back to the Aftermath Podcast. This week we're going to talk about something really interesting. There's been a lot happening over the last few days online in regards to a certain podcaster and comments he's made about Islam and Muslims and of course the backlash of that and you know the discussion of Islamophobia and bullying and discrimination is really important. How do people feel when they're on the receiving end of such jokes or such comments? You know, where, where do we turn to? How does Allah see us and how do we see God? And how does that affect our relationship in dua and, 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 and finding Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So there's a lot to get into. I know it sounds a bit jumbled, but as always, the ever-reliant co-host, Sayyid Ali. Assalamu alaikum, bro. Assalamu rahmatullah. How are you doing? Ever reliant. Ever reliant. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I always rely on you. You're back in the topic. You know what you're talking about. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, man? Alhamdulillah, I can't complain. How's yeah. your week been? It's been okay. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, yeah. As I said, there's a lot happening online mm. and um, it's been an interesting one. Um, but to help us discuss that, we have the ever lovable. Say, much about saying Islam, bro. Alaikum assalam. How are you guys? Yeah, good, 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 we can good, turn good. off the light, by the way. The nor is the nor is already shining emanating from the Sayyid. Normally on the behind the, the camera side. Yes, this time yes. I'm in front. How's it feel? Alhamdulillah. And the nerves okay. kicking in. Shway shway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little by little translation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's been happening, Sayyid? There's a lot been happening online. Yeah, um, there, there's a certain influencer, True Jordi, um, who has made some discriminatory comments on Muslims mm. and I think there's been a quite a big backlash Say, do you know in. about it? I've, I've heard a bit okay but I don't know full details okay so cool. enlighten so, us alright so for those who don't know there's a podcast about him a true Geordie mm. and he, he does podcasts with a guy called Lawrence and they're very well known they're big they have millions of subscribers and they do football podcasts and just general culture and lifestyle stuff they were doing a live stream a few days ago and they were talking about a guy who converted to Islam and, and, and true Geordie, Brian, he said, well, if he really wants to prove his religion, he should blow himself up. And the guy next to him started laughing and, and even though the guy next to him raises Muslim kids and he's married to a Muslim girl and so on, he didn't really say anything. So this guy released an apology, caused a huge backlash online, a huge backlash and even corporate sponsorships were cut and so on. Now, besides that, that that's kind of besides the mm. point, but the wider conversation of why is this still normal and so on is still a big deal. Be, be, can I actually ask you, how did that make you feel? It's annoying. I've been listening to this guy for a while. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I'll be honest. I've been listening to football podcasts and like just general um, stuff like that for, for a couple of years. So I have a few podcasts I listen to, probably like seven or eight podcasts. And, and his is one of them. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So week by week, I'll generally try and tune into his stuff. When you listen to a podcast, in my opinion, yeah. you're zoning out of your world, you're tuning into a new world, a new conversation, and you're, you're, you're being a part of someone else's experience, and you're meant to be in a safe zone okay. where you're not attacked. Mm. But when you tune into someone's podcast, and a whole group of people are being generalized and attacked, and that includes you. Especially when you look up to them, it really disappoints you. Yeah, man. It's really upsetting. Someone, someone you listen to regularly. What about, say, what about people, for example, who are watching that and who are not Muslim? Do you think they'll get influenced by that? I think, I think thing. they actually find it funny. Yeah. I, I, because I think it's become so normal to even drop, I, I'm going to call it a joke because it's, yeah, it's become yeah, yeah. so normal to us. For someone to say, go blow yourself up to prove you're Muslim, mm. I, th I think it's something normal. But as a Muslim, I, th I find that offensive because that's not what we do. 
And it's our responsibility sometimes, I feel, that we need to let the world know that that's not who we are. But at the same time, we shouldn't be too apologetic. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, why should we? It's a bit as, of a confusing thought for me. We should be tackling these misconceptions. Mm. And alhamdulillah, over the past few years, yani, we've, we've moved forward. I think people are much more aware now um, that these mis- mis- misconceptions are not true. These fake tabloid news, they're, they're made up to... To cause a division, to cause whatever with with minor communities. Yeah, and but you and me for, know for that. For someone to make such a comment, it's a step backwards for us. You and me know that, mm. but like a fifteen year old now doesn't know that. Fifteen year olds but now. As in, but as in, we've advanced a lot forward with these sort of things. I I, I think people I are more aware than they were five years ago. Yeah, maybe. Like I think in some ways they're more aware, but but the thing is. Kids who we grew up in a world pre 9 11. Yeah. 9 11 hit and all of us remember the repercussions of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we all, we all remember. The majority of us were bullied in school after 9 11. Yeah, yeah. Overnight change. Like especially overnight. when you went to a predominantly English school, white, full of white people. Yeah. Like me, I was bullied in school for being that Muslim kid in class. I was known as the Muslim kid. 9 11 comes around. Oh, everyone's wishing my happy birthday. No Ooh. way. <laughs> That's so That's mess. For, for us, it was fun and jokes, but it, it, it's still traumatic to you. Yeah. You're scared to be around white people yeah, yeah. I, And you For someone like me I, I, I always thought we were well past this now Did you ever feel like you had to prove You were uh, better than that That As a Muslim you are a good person Did you feel that pressure? I think people were aware They know that But as in, it was just jokes It was To them it was, it was fun and games it, mm. it was never like proper racism mm. But it obviously stemmed from somewhere right. You said this podcast had millions of subscribers Yeah, yeah this is, this is a, He's known as and the, the UK based, yeah? Yeah, yeah He's known as the Joe Rogan of the UK Okay Which is so he's massive Joe Rogan's the biggest podcast So this world. Joe Rogan made, made uh, I think, a very silly comment And yeah. the millions of subscribers who are listening And are going to go to school I don't know how old they are If, say, if you're saying they're talking about football Everyone's yeah, yeah, yeah. listening to this podcast Kids, kids are going to easily repeat these jokes So they're going to go to school yeah, They're going to yeah, tell yeah, their yeah, friend yeah, yeah. Joe is going to tell Ahmed Or Mike is going to tell Muhammad yeah, Go yeah, blow yeah. yourself up Prove you're a true Muslim and the thing is, it's already happening. Like, we've all got stories, like you said. It's like bullying. Yeah, it's, mm. it's proper bullying. And we, we've all got stories where we've been in that situation and we've reacted or we haven't reacted. Either you took, either you, either you were a bully or you were bullied in school. And if you were, if even if you were a bully, people still use that joke against you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I, ha- I have stories when people used to say stuff to me in school. You know, I had a hard time when I was young because there was this thing that went around called Ahmed the Dead Terrorist. Do you remember? <laughs> That video, do you remember that? I remember that, yeah. And imagine that was funny. That. And yeah, it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> part in, of a, the like, in a stupid but, way. But it gave people a way to be racist to you. Exactly. And we were what when that came out? That was two thousand eight or something. Yeah. yeah. Two thousand nine. So we were in, doing our GCSEs. It was the little skeleton puppet, the, yeah, like the a puppet. puppet or something, right? I remember this. It was so so stupid, <coughs> and it was such a bad joke, and that was something which like got forwarded around and so on and so forth, but. Someone who's 15 years old now I'm How gonna blow mind. I'm going to blow your mind Okay Someone who's 15 years old They were born in 2007 Oh my god mm-hmm. yeah. That's crazy 2007 <laughs> Yeah isn't that crazy <laughs> I'm going to blow your mind That's insane You know we're going to grow up Saying we were born in the 90s I'm assuming everyone's Yeah yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> You know when you, when you hear back Someone goes Oh from the 60s From the 50s We're, we're, we're like, in our 30s soon by the way I'm already 30 That's insane That's <laughs> insane That's insane This is the fourth decade we li- We're living in You know that okay. The fourth decade of our life mm. Back on track mm. Back on track Yeah 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 Anyway But yeah no It's crazy situation Because kids who are 15 now mm. 
have not known a pre 9-11 world for example do you know what i mean yeah. so kids will kids will grow up thinking i'm it's, it's okay for me to get bullied and um you mentioned said about like the effects on bullying and how kids feel i think it makes them go on hiding and if kids are feeling bullied they're feeling discriminated they're feeling labeled as a terrorist for example as muslims where yeah. are they gonna go so i think muslims already struggle to be represented whether it's in media or it's in just society in general um, we, we've just about made it onto the platform. But I think that's because we are here in the West. You can go to the Middle East, you have... Why does it happen with any other community? Or as much as with Muslims? I don't know. I, I feel like we've got a fair advantage online. Best. Yeah, yeah, but as in, we're, online, we're very scared to say we're Muslim. I'm not. You, you are. You're saying Ali A news presenter on BBC yeah. Yeah. W- would never come out and like show himself as a Muslim. He won't wear a, a Muslim garment or I, something. I, I did an internship once mm. in a mainstream media organization. And I remember I was working with another Muslim, okay, from, from the community. And my aunt passed away that weekend. My dad's sister passed away. May Allah bless and that was on, on a Saturday. I came into work on a Monday. I was walking with my Muslim colleague to the, to the staff kitchen. The, bearing in mind, this is like 300 people in the office. Mm. We were walking to the kitchen and my colleague said to me, how's your family doing? I said, we're okay, alhamdulillah. People coming over and reciting Surah Yaseen, so on and so forth. I got taken to another room and I got told off. You can't talk like that here. You, we're, in a, we're, in a, we're in a certain environment where you can't speak like that. You can't use words like alhamdulillah. You can't say majlis, you can't say Yaseen. So what's the problem? You asked me a question, you're a Muslim, I'm a Muslim. Why can I not say words that you and I know we're so, not offending anyone? This was a Muslim telling you? Yeah. Yeah. It became a big deal. See, Ahmed, other, other communities, I don't think they're, they're afraid of tackling these issues. Yeah. They, they would come out and say, okay, there's certain garments I need to wear as a Sikh, for example. Yeah. Or there's certain things I need to do on certain days as, a, as a, someone who's Jewish. Mm. But for us, we're always, because, because we're always being attacked, we're scared to come out and say, okay, I'm Muslim, I need to do so-and-so. What, to be yourself? To be yourself, yeah. Do you think that's why, for example, some one and, reason... And, the, and these bullying makes it even worse for us. Do you think that's one reason why maybe some young sisters take off their hijab? It could be a part of it, but that's, it's not something that I can talk on. But that comes back to then insecurities. I, I don't, I don't want to touch on anything too t- touchy, but an insecurity that I may have or a sister may have with why does society affects my relationship with God? Mm. Do you see where I'm coming from? Yeah. Mm. Like how people see me and treat me then affects how I am with God. Do you know what I mean? You, you feel like you've got no attachment to God now. Yeah. Or actually, it might make you want to distance yourself from God. Yeah. You know, because if someone's yeah, always like saying, you Muslims are X, Y, Z, you start, I think you'll start, someone who's like 15, 16 or young, maybe even younger than that, maybe quite older as well, teenagers now, they're like 25 years old now as well. But it makes you think, you know, if it might be true. Maybe my religion is actually bad. Maybe, you know, the way we are being represented is actually who we really are, which is not. And I think it affects you mm. as a Muslim with your belief and trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Especially for people who pray to Allah. You know, there's lots of people who pray. Maybe they're praying, oh Allah, take this bullying away from me. Maybe the repercussions of these bullying. It could be your neighbor. It, it could be your neighbor. It could be your, your friend at school, whoever it is. The next, uh, it could be a teacher. Yeah. Indirectly being discriminated towards you. That happens. Yeah. It happens. Like, for example, we went to Sunday school. We go to Sunday school. We get taught. Now, when you say Sunday school, you're talking about, for example, Islamic, Islamic school. school. Okay. Islamic school. Like, mm. we went to Islamic schools. We get taught from the age of 5 to 15 every, every Sunday. 
God is there for you. He protects you. He loves you. You talk to him when you're in trouble. Then you, you, you go back. You go back to school. Twenty-four hours ago at school. Yeah. You get bullied. Back to square one. You're back. To, mm. People are making fun of you because of what you're taught the day before. Mm. Oh, you believe in God. God doesn't exist. People make. Fun. I remember people. People used to say stuff. Allah Rabbi Allah Tabbale. What is God backwards? What is God backwards? What is God backwards? That was like Allah. a thing. I remember there was a trend. Oh my when days. We were in school. I just people, mentally did that. Stuff yeah. Allah. Like yeah. it was a thing when we were in school. People used to say that, and like I'm mm. here thinking that's. The, the most childish thing you can say to someone And just because you happen to be a Muslim People will take it out on you Do you know what I mean? And it makes yeah. you question as a young as uh, Not even young But it makes you question Question your deen Question, question your, your deen your, your everything Your beliefs it's, it's, your, your religion is a core part of your system it's, it's what you're brought up on So when someone bullies you about that I think it, it has a crazy effect on you And people, a lot of people don't notice it Okay, so let's say this bullying is actually making you question your deen. What's the solution? I mean, we have to come up with a solution. As Muslims, alhamdulillah, we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah. has a solution for every problem that we face. And one of it is dua. And we mm. all believe in the power of dua. Alhamdulillah, I know millions of Muslims make dua every single day. They supplicate. And I think, inshallah, if we can pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy for us. It's as simple as that. Definitely. You can pray, Ya Allah, you know, make, make this bullying end. Ya Allah, you know, make the make my friend at school who has these thoughts on me have a clearer mm -hmm. mind. Let him understand Allah. Let him understand you even better. It might help. It might go a long so way. God tells us, yusra. With, okay. with every hardship comes ease. So he doesn't put us through these hardships for no reason. As, as long as we have the tawakkul of Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't put you in a hardship that you can't handle. Yeah. We hear that numerous times. Ahsant. Beautiful words. I'm just trying to find the ayah, but there's an ayah in the Holy Quran. Mm. Um, Surah Baqarah, verse 216, Allah says, Perhaps something is described, prescribed for you and you dislike it, but it's possible that you dislike a thing which is good for you and that you love a thing which is bad for you. What does that tell us? That we know Allah is telling us that there will be situations in life. You do not want to do something. You don't want to go to school. You don't want to face this, but you don't know. Maybe that's good for you. And maybe that's in the long term that's going to strengthen you and it's going to make your core stronger, your belief in God stronger, your, your identity stronger. And maybe in the same way you, you, in, you engage and you, you spend time doing something which you think is enjoyable and good, but it's bad for you. Like for example, the stuff you listen to online, the content, the music, whatever it is, you might think it's okay. Like for example, listen to a podcast where they say stuff like that, but actual fact it's bad for you because it has an effect on you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like in the long term, we have to. I think the the main answer for me, tawakkul is 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 an answer or the answer, the ultimate answer. It's part of the solution. Right? But I think before tawakkul, for me personally, it's mentality. Mm. It, it's it's our own personal struggle. Our our what do you call it? Jihad and nafs. Yeah. God, this is what God taught us. Yeah, but jihad and nafs is what it starts with the mentality. Yeah, yeah the mentality. That's like, what, after like, you said mentality. Yeah, exactly. Like for example, you start with the mentality. Like okay. Maybe there's goodness in the hardship. Like we talked about this, I think a few podcasts ago, but there's a specific analogy, which I know a lot of the ulama use, of the concept of like a baby having an injection. The baby doesn't know that the injection is good for them. In that moment in time, they're experiencing extreme pain and hardship. Yeah. They think their world is coming to an end. Well, the outcome? The outcome is, is, is best for them. Mm, Only Allah nice. knows that in, in you know, bigger situations. But yeah, sometimes we're ignorant. We get, we get too comfortable... And we get too cocky and we think we know that everything is going to be the way it is now. Things are always going to be hard. God doesn't love me. God ignores my prayers. 
But maybe we're wrong. You know that point God ignores my prayers. Prayers. Yeah. People say that often, often, and very often. In fact, sometimes even from our own friends, community, we hear it. Wow, but I've been praying for something for so long. It's just not happening. God's not listening. What's what's going on? Are they praying for the wrong things? Are they not doing dua correctly? What do you mean by that? Praying for the wrong. You know, for someone come, someone might be praying. Oh Allah, I want so much money. Oh Allah, I want the. <laughs> I've heard this phrase so much. I want the the buffest wife. I want to, <laughs> you know, just like the. <laughs> No, these are real words people are saying. Yeah, we are hearing this. And they're praying, you know, the same, I, I think it, it goes back to the same thing. It goes back to tawakkul. Mm. Yeah. Yani, Allah knows what's best for us. Trust in God, you'll give you a bubble That's basically what Sayyid Ali is saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying people are praying for the wrong things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, you're right, you're right. And the focus is wrong. Mentality is wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like for example, you might be praying for for wealth, like you said. Mm. But are you are you praying to get? And we had Sheikh Jafar last week talk about the concept of wealth. Like, are you trying to get rich so you can flex and show off your riches and buy a Tesla, mm. or are you trying to get rich because you genuinely want to make a change to like a cause in the world or something like that, or you want to just look after your family because that's ibadah in itself. Do you yeah, know God, yeah. God will give you what He knows is best for you. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I read a hadith today. It's just on the point of wealth. I'll double check. I think it's from Muhammad He said that the kings of heaven are the poor people in this world. But this is a short hadith. Mm. It's so nice though. I thought Beautiful. about that. Wow. So many people in poverty praying for riches. And now we're going through, like we've just been told we're going to be in a two-year recession in the UK. Yeah. But, you know, people and we're are... finding that hard. Yeah. We're finding that hard. Oh, yeah, that's, I think we're praying for the wrong things. Now, as you said, for example... You know, we're praying, we want to be rich. Do we want to flex? Do we want to show off? No, in fact, I think we should be praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us help those who are less fortunate. Yeah. You know, let us be like a means of wasila towards them. At the same time, we can benefit in this world from yeah. that riches. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. And back to the point of the wife, by the way. People saying, you know, may Allah... I, I, if you pray want for all of our friends, <laughs> all of our present and previous guests who, are, inshallah, looking, hope for it doesn't get looking, looking for. A I really hope it doesn't inshallah. get taken out of context. But for example, the way you should ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala yeah. for a beautiful wife, Oh Allah, give me a noble wife. For that's that's beautiful in itself. It's just as you said, the mentality and the way you ask Allah. I have to tell the viewers something. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have Allah. to tell the viewers, guys. Today we're on WhatsApp. Okay, <laughs> and uh, I t- <laughs> I told Sayyid Ali. He messaged, he messaged one of the brothers in the After Maghrib team and he mm. said, please, can you help us like make a clip for Instagram? I said, Sayyid, please leave the guy alone. Every time he comes on WhatsApp, you ask him to do work for you. <laughs> and then what did Sayyid say? He goes, may Allah bless him with a noble wife. <laughs> That's a, and he gave me the clip. <laughs> he gave me the clip. There you go. He sent it back to you. That's how you know. Inshallah, your du'as are answered. Your prayers are answered. Inshallah. I mean. You know, there's that, that concept in Islam. One of three things happens when you make a du'a. Mm. Either your your prayer is answered, or your prayer is not answered yet. It's delayed, but it will be answered yeah. in the future. Yeah. Or your prayer is not directly answered. You're given a replacement. You might pray for a big house. Bang. You get an inheritance from some uncle you never met who passed away. And tomorrow you can buy a big house. Prayer is answered. Or you have to wait 10 years, work hard, and then you get the house. So or you appreciate the house. You appreciate the house. Or you don't get the house, and instead Allah gives you a big family, healthy family. And you don't understand, you think, why did God give, didn't give me a house? For 10 years, either you're thinking God's not giving me a house. Or, for example, you never get a house, you get a healthy family. What happens? You become complacent. Mm. If you get a house immediately, you're thinking, that was easy. Like You forget God, you, you're yeah. chilling, you're in a comfortable position in life. Or, for 10 years, you're complaining, saying, God's not answering my prayers. Or, you forget 
entirely that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't operate in the same currencies that we operate in. He doesn't operate in transactional ways where we say, I pray for this, you give me this. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not like for like. You might pray for something, Allah will give you something different. Ahmed, have you ever prayed for something for so long and it's either happened or, ha or hasn't happened? Yeah. I think my marriage was an example of that. Ya Allah. Personally speaking, I, mean, I don't want to go too much into it, but I think that was an example of it. Mm. I prayed, like, I think we all prayed and pray for, like, you know, a healthy marriage and a healthy life and so on. Um, but I was convinced that I think this is the right person. And I think along the way, there was, there was like, you know, obstacles. Obstacles, as there always is, I think, with marriages. And I, as I mentioned in the past, we had a, like a long distance relationship and it was a long distance engagement and it was a hard time. And of course, getting to that point where there was comfort in, in proceeding and everything was hard. So you make a du'a and you have, sometimes you have to wait. Sometimes you have to go through things to get to it. Either you get it. and in Did this you case, pray for a noble wife? I prayed for a noble wife. Alhamdulillah. And I was blessed with it. Uh, but um, no, in all honesty, like someone can make a du'a and they, and they might think God's ignoring me. But maybe they're not. Maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not ignoring you me. You know, I don't, I don't think it's God ignoring you. I think sometimes it's either you're praying for the wrong thing or you're, you know, doing du'a incorrectly. Mm. You know, you, you've seen, sometimes you've seen people... They're like this, Ya Allah, that's it. There's no, for example, humility, there's no humbleness, there's no, there's no actually thinking. Say, is there a correct way that we're taught to make du'a? There is correct ways of making du'a. Um, I don't know them on the top of my head, but from what I understand of how it is, for example, is there are methods that you have to follow for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to inshallah grant you the hajjah that you want. So one of them being, for example, is that you have to mention salawat. You have mm. to bring the name of Muhammad. Is, and is, this, Muhammad. is this why we're recommended certain du'as? And that, that's basically us being yeah, taught I, I mean, to Realistically, Ashia, Alhamdulillah, as, as followers of Amir al-Mu'mineen, we are blessed in this school, in, this, in the, in the Ja'fari school of thought, with this ad'iyah from the Ahl al-Bayt. These are treasures for us. Yeah. And all the du'as, before someone says we are praying to the Ahl al-Bayt, all of them are... You know, we ask Allah directly. You know, when we look at du'a to wassal, for example, we say, Allahumma inni as'aluka wa tawajjuhu ilayk. So we're saying directly, number one, we're starting our du'a with, Oh Allah, we are asking you, God, you, mm -hmm. not anyone else, and we are turning our face towards you. And then it goes by um, mentioning Rasulullah and the Ahlul Bayt. And these are the best names that we can have, inshallah, when we invoke their names. The yeah. Hajjotian say it's just... A, a repeat of God's name Yeah, yeah Re Reminding us of where God's position is to us mm. 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 You know, I was speaking to a sheikh a couple of days ago And I told him about a specific um, A specific question that a friend of mine had And the sheikh told me something nice He said Look at, open Sahih al-Sajadiyah And go to uh, du'a number XYZ Mm. Wow, like the guy off the top of his head, he knew there's a specific du'a and of course there's etiquettes to pray with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah, So yeah, yeah. you need to be a wudu, you need to have your knee needs to be there, you need to be in the right state of mind And then of course the best way to pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taught to us by the Ahlul Bayt Like there's ways to do things and to do it the right way, so they teach us a formula on how to get there And the last thing I'll say is, you know there's a, the story of Sayyidina Fatima Zahra And how Sayyidina Zainab, when she was a young girl, witnessed the du'a her mother made Overnight, I'm sure you guys know the story. Sayyidah Zainab learned about the etiquettes of praying to Allah and making du'a overnight. She said, from the time my mother finished Isha, Salah, to the time she started her Fajr, 
she was in sujood and she was making her dua. At the end of the night, and when she finished her fajr, I asked her, what were you praying for for so long? How many du'as do you have to ask from God? Surely you can't ask for that many things for yourself. Sayyidina Fatima Zahra replied, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, saying, I wasn't even praying for myself. I had so many others to pray for before I even talked about myself. Wow, like... Al-Jar Thumadar. I just remembered that. What does that mean? Um, Put your neighbor before... So, for example, your, your neighbors before yourself. So, mm. before you pray for your own self or your own house, you pray, you pray, pray, for, for, you pray you. for others. And I remember hearing this growing up from the pulpits. Yeah. Yeah, so it just it reminded me of back well, in like the Well, like Ali says, um, want for, for your brothers what you want for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Said Ali used to always I've used remind that me of that. Mashallah. <laughs> 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 when he needs God is instilled. <laughs> yes. Mashallah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that again? So you, you, you love for your brother or you love for yourself. You know, sometimes we're when, when you give someone a gift, for example, mm. I'm not going to buy you the cheap ring. I'll get you the ring that I would want for myself. Mm. Yeah. Sure. So, <laughs> this was actually gifted by a friend. There you go. Alhamdulillah. Sure. Alhamdulillah. And I'm sure he loved it because, you know, it's bright green Sayyid colors. Bright green. Yes. But those, those kind of du'as are usually the most sincere. Yes. You know, like, we, you know, sometimes you can tell when someone's truly sincere to you. Do you know what I mean? When they truly wish the best for you. You can tell, like, their way they speak to you, their body language, their facial expression. Sincerity. Sincerity. It shines yeah. through. Sincerity. Honestly. And, you know, sometimes we, we sin so much. You know, we're not fallible. Let's be honest. Everyone, everyone's got their own. Sorry, yeah. We're, not, we're yeah. not infallible. And we sin. And sometimes these sins that we are doing, I don't know what they are, to be yeah. honest. But some sins actually do like create a veil mm. between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How do we know this? There's a phrase, there's a line. And it says, Allahumma dua. Oh Allah, forgive me those sins that put a veil, a barrier... I've caged my prayers. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. So That's if you're trying, you're supplicating, you know, you spend your, your entire life supplicating to God for something and it's not happening. Maybe it's a certain sin you're doing. Do some istighfar. Stop yourself from sinning. Maybe Allah will answer. What sort of sins? Day to day, for example. Listening to music. Music is a one big problem. And yeah. why I say music is a big problem. A lot of people, unfortunately. I think it's very it's common. It's become very normal to have music at home. You know, back in the day, we used to go to supermarket, we'll hear the music. Or, you know, sometimes in the car on the radio, we'll hear the music. Now, now, now you've got like families, moms, uh, parents. Households, while they're cooking, the music is the music on. on. And, and when music is being played in your house, we are known by, by Rasulullah and the Ahlul Bayt. Angels are not in the house. Do you know what? And, go on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I was going to say, when angels are not there, yeah. the, the barakah is removed from the house. Said. And when you make any supplication, it doesn't go to Allah. Do you know, I was just going to add to what you guys said about... Um, um, cooking and stuff like that you know even if a family doesn't listen to mainstream music mm. yeah they might listen to for example kawali you know guys know kawali yeah and like it's obviously south asian poetry and nusrat fatih ali khan and all that kind of old school stuff or in arab communities you might listen to uh what's there's the name? current viral one that ali 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one they on have TikTok. a lot of those, yeah. I'm new to this. I need and to you say. have um, Um Kulthum. You know Um Kulthum? Oh my God. I've, Am I right? Promoting the I'm not. Things. The reason why I'm saying this is because these are these are typical people or like genres of music which people think, oh, it's fine. It's normal. This is old school, traditional Arab music. Or mm. old school, traditional Asian music. Mm. I, I, think, I think we're going off topic, but don't you think sometimes people might listen to these things because 
they think it's better than me listening to the That's mainstream That's what I'm trying music. to say, man. Like, you listen to these kind of things. So it, it might be a stepping stone for them to stop listening to music. Oh, that's exactly but my it's still point. still music. It's still music. Like, this is exactly the point I'm making. Like, we might listen to things which are not mainstream and that for us are cultural. Yeah. And or, or I've been listening from childhood. It's just a voice and the drums or whatever. But stuff like that is, a, is either a stepping stone to something worse or it can be a stepping stone to something better. If you're used to Kawali, for example, then you're listening to the praise of Imam Ali, for example. Mm. You can transition naturally into into a halal alternative, you know. And there maybe that maybe that is part of Inshallah, the Inshallah, Inshallah guides, machines, God guides us. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can listen to Sayyid Ali Radawi. La ilaha illallah. Subscribe to After Maghrib and Sayyid Ali's channel. Inshallah. Inshallah. Someone take me to Karbala. Yeah. <laughs> and you know one more thing, and I think it's very important that I do mention it, is that we need to be more thankful and grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you know if you actually think of it and before coming on the podcast I was thinking of this because you know Allah is a al-alim you know he's, he listens to everyone and he knows everything so he already knows what you want to ask and he, and he will hear you when, you when you speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but you know when we pray every day the wajibat yeah. we're praying how many times? Five times? Yeah. Praying five times, okay. So a trick if you're not missing Fajr. <laughs> I was testing you there. <laughs> so it was a trick question. You know that's very important if you're not missing Fajr. Yeah. All of us, yeah, you know, yeah, face yeah. this difficulty. Easy, very easy one to do. It's when we're praying five times a day, you know, Fajr is two rakat. Vuhr is four. four. Athar is four. four. Maghrib is three. Three. Asha is four. four. Seventeen times mm. we are saying, Sami' Allah al-Yaman. Hamidah. Hamidah. Allah is the one. Who is praising him? Mm-hmm. Who is saying Alhamdulillah? Someone, you, you know, because you you need to be grateful. For example, I have a home, I have a roof. Say Alhamdulillah. Stop asking for a villa and a mansion. Be it's grateful true. for what you have. That's very the more true. grateful you are, the more thankful you are Allah to Allah, to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. He will bless you with your hajat, inshallah. I think if ultimately we live our lives by a principle of tawakkul in Allah, mm. trusting in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, but trying your best. My my grandmother, may Allah protect her. Has a saying that she's taught us from child. It's like a, like a proverb. Proverb, it's, do what you can to your best. Leave to God the rest. The mm. idea being is that like work. That. Yeah, work your hardest. Try and make your income. Try and pray your, the hardest you can. Try and support your family to the best of your ability. Leave everything else to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. You, it's out of our hands. Mm. You know, for example, when we say Inna Lillahi wa Inna we assume life comes from God and death comes from, it goes, you return to God through death. But in my opinion, and again, we're not scholars, so I'll just, but I try to apply that to, to various different elements in life. Like things come and go, people come and go, situations come and go, circumstances, all of these problems and blessings will come and go. So you might be blessed with, with good health right now. Alhamdulillah, we're all, we're all young enough. And and Non-Muslims like to paraphrase as a coming full circle. Full circle. Wherever you start with something, it always ends up there. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, like we we might be getting a blessing now, which we won't get in the future. You know, yeah. we might be getting a having an issue now, which we won't have in the future. But the idea being is that issue or what we perceive to be an issue has come from God, but it will return to God. To God. Yeah. yeah. And the same with the blessing. Mm. It just comes down to mentality and, and trusting in God. Accent. Anything to add, Said? No, that's it. Um, just make sure everyone subscribe to the channel. Yeah. Can I add one thing though? Yeah. They say dua al um mustajab. Mm. Ask your mother to pray for you. Ahsent. Ahsent. And subscribe to After Maghrib. <laughs> make sure, make sure your parents. You're always on your parents' good side. Yeah. They're loving you, and they 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 will keep you in their prayers. Yeah, it's true. For sure. Like for you sure. can be practicing Muslim, go to mosque, do a lot recite Quran and everything, but you go home, your mom asks you, 
please fold the laundry before you go to sleep. Something like as small as that. Oh, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. Or when, when they told seriously. you don't come home too late. Don't come home don't too come late. Don't come home too late. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it might be something as small as that which is stopping Allah from from giving us. I remember my mom will stay awake till I come home, even though I used to come back home from Ahlul Bay TV. By the way, oh, <laughs> we used to be based in East Croydon. They come all the way back to North that London. Trek, because yeah. it, make, it makes them worried. Yeah, of course. And that's that's the heart of a mother, and you know, heaven lies underneath her. So, inshallah, if she prays for you, inshallah, Allah will grant you the hajj. Allah bless all our mothers, all your mothers, and inshallah, you know, we will get to a place where we are. Inshallah, more confident in, in talking about our religion, protecting our religion to those who attack it, and understanding what we believe in and our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because ultimately, that's what, what the religion's about. You know, that's what we're here for. Mm. We have one chance, we have one mm. shot, and then that's it. You know, we, we don't get a second chance at life. Every, every second passing is an opportunity to, to make or break salvation. You know, today could be the day where we've gained salvation and we attain heaven. Do you get me? Mm. Like, or it could be mm. the day where you... <laughs> it can make the difference for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah, subhanAllah. Alright guys, I think that's, that's hopefully, hopefully good enough. Um, it's been a nice topic. It's um, an enjoyable discussion. It's been interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a bit, bit different. We've gone full circle, as you said. <laughs> it's a big range, yeah, full circle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. Anything to add, guys? All I would say, you know, Ahmed, every time we say pray for us, do pray for us. Because mm. a lot of times, yani, we yeah, genuinely need... People to make the wow, you're always behalf. in our prayers. Alhamdulillah, wa shukar. Yeah. But when someone says to you, pray for us, or pray for me, you know, we say, inshallah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you do pray for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, that's all I would say. Because we, we've had many scenarios where we say, oh, did you pray for us? Yeah, we remembered you. But genuinely, when someone says, pray for me, they want your prayers. You never know there, what there's something in their heart. Mm. You mm. never know what someone's going through. Yeah, um, it's yeah. True. Whether it's bullying, whether it's something deeper, but people are going through a lot. And inshallah, let's support each other. All right, guys, comment down below. Tell us what you think. Have you been in situations which reminded you of this conversation? If you've listened for this long, put the prayer hands in the comments. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. Let, we we let, know you're a real this one. This one, this one. Not yeah, this that one. one. This one, this one. Niche. Huh? Why? <laughs> just so they know which why, one it is. Why not the Stop Why not the Da'a one? Whichever one, it doesn't matter. But let's just know they've been listening <laughs> for this long. Is this that, is the real is one. Is really the prayer one? Anyway, guys, all right, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Assalamu alaikum.